Right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Let's Talk on Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Mr. Talk in the House. How y'all doing out there this wonderful Monday afternoon? Hope everybody had a great weekend and you celebrate with your mothers on Mother's Day. And uh, you're here having another great day. Yeah. All right. <laughs> As always, we have another outstanding show planned for you today. And I hope you're ready. Because we're going to be talking about a little controversial stuff today. We're going to talk about some shootings. Yeah, we're going to talk a little about some shootings, some sexual assault cases, uh, maybe some cool type of stuff. I mean, we just got all kind of stuff planned today. Now, how much we actually get to, I don't know. That depends on you. But either way, we're going to have a great show. Me, you, and that's all it's going to be, man. That's all it takes, right? Okay, so anyway. Let me welcome you to the show, okay? Let me tell you how you can be a part of the show. 
And let's just easiest way of doing it, right? Just give me a call at 347-838-8622. Once again, that's 347-838-8622. You can also email me at ericletts, L-E-T-S, talk at gmail.com. You can find me on Instagram uh, at ericjackson201. Yeah, and on Twitter at driven4life62. So those are all the ways you can hit me up. And I look forward to hearing from each and every one of you because dun, 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 you make the show. That's why. <laughs> and it doesn't matter. It can be before show, throughout the week, uh, during the show, after the show, however you want to do it. Hit me up. I'll get back with you. And that, that I mean, let's be honest. If you got any topics you want to hear, want to talk about on the show, just let me know. We can do that. Uh any comments about any of the shows I've done so far, um, you know, about any, you know, things that were said on the show or any follow-ups, hey, just hit me up. Be more than happy to um, help you out there, okay? All right, so as always, y'all know we have at least one song of the day, and sometimes I get happy and play two because I get into the music a little bit. But we're going to see. We're going to go with this one right now, one of my favorites. And I think um, in today's today's climate, political climate, it's pretty interesting, uh, to say the least. So I picked this show right here, one of my favorites, as I said before, Rag and Bone Man, Human. And um, I just love the wording to this song. You know, it's a deep song if you really think about what's being said. So without further ado, here's Rag and Bone Man and Human. Maybe I'm blind, thinking I can see through this and see what's behind. Got no way to prove it, so maybe I'm lying. But I'm only human after all. I'm only human after all. Don't put your blame on me. Don't put your blame on me. Take a look in the mirror, and what do you see? Do you see it clearer, or are you deceived? What you believe Cause I'm only human after all And you're only human after all Don't put the blame on me Don't put your blame on me
I'm only human, after all, don't put the blame on me, don't put the blame on me, I'm only human, do what I can, I'm just a man, I do what I can, don't put the blame on me, don't put your blame on me.
right, there was your second song of the day, Harvest for the World. And y'all recognize that voice. That was Mr. Big. At that time, he's a part of the Isley Brothers. Oh, yeah. Always great. Always great to hear old, old school. Good songs, good music, good music. All right, once again, welcome to the show. This is Let's Talk on Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Mr. Talk. And uh, yeah, baby, we got a show for you today. As I mentioned before, we... We got some good stuff today, man. We got some talk about some shootings, um, how the black community is uh, reacting to these shootings or those shootings, however you, you know, you know grammar. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Also, we hopefully we get to talk about a little bit of Tyree. You know, that's the young lady that's accusing Joe Biden of sexual assault. Uh, yeah. And hopefully we get to talk a little bit about what's going on in Venezuela. You know, we talked about Venezuela before, and it kind of died down. Now, now we see why it died down, but we'll talk about that anyway. Um, yeah, about the attempted coup. <laughs> that was interesting in itself. Um, yeah, and let's see. What else are we going to talk about? Hey, hopefully we get to talk a little bit about why people are fighting because they got to wear these masks, man. That's That's just crazy. Uh, yeah, but anyway, those are the things we're going to be talking about on the show today, and as I said before, I want to encourage you to call in with your points of view, your comments, uh, opinions, what have you, and we get the conversation rolling, you know, only thing I ask is to keep it clean, uh, and other than that, we're good to go, man, and no personal attacks, you know, we don't attack each other on the show, but that's not what it's about. Yeah. Okay. So, with all that being said, man, let's get going. See, I want to get going. Yeah, let's get it started. All right. So, first things first. First things first. Let's talk about. You know what? I'm gonna change up my schedule here a little bit because I had I have a schedule, y'all. I want to talk about things in in certain um, in a certain order, but I I decided to change it up. Let's talk about this this stuff that's going on with the with wearing masks out in public because of COVID-19. Now, look at it like this, y'all. Why why is there so much violence regarding people wearing masks, wearing, wearing them or not wearing them? You know, if you go to an establishment, okay, and the employees or the owners say, well, you can't enter unless you have a mask on, put on a freaking mask. Is, is it that hard? You know, is it that hard? If they want you to wear a mask, put on a mask. Now, I know there's some businesses out there that don't really matter because it doesn't matter because their employees are wearing masks anyway. But if they want you to come in and put on a mask, put on a mask. Don't be – why Why is there so much violence and, 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 and uh, craziness going on regarding the mask? Why? You know, there was a recent story in the news about uh, this young lady uh, family who uh, was told basically they couldn't come in the store without a mask. So they got mad. My mom got mad, went home. Then the father and the son comes back up there and shoots the dang on security guard in the head. Why? Why? Senseless. Why? Only thing you had to do was go and get put on a mask. Hey, it didn't say a particular mask. It just said a mask. Put on a mask. 
Like you could have got a handkerchief and tied it around your face. You, you understand what I'm saying? You could have had a handkerchief and tied it around your face, and then you have a, a, something covering your face. But no, you want to be a dummy. You want to be somebody who want to start a bunch of stuff. Go home. Get your husband and your son. They go back up here and shoot this man. Now, all y'all going to jail because you were just too dumb to put on a mask. Cover your face. And I'm saying mask, but we know it don't really have to be a quote-unquote mask. It could be a handkerchief, you know, a shirt tied around you. Just cover up your face like the people ask you. It's their business. See, and, and that's what we, we, a lot of people are failing to realize. It's their business. If that's what they require you to do, do it or go somewhere else. It is not that difficult, people. It, it is just amazing at the amount of stories that's popping up because people just don't want to put on a mask, don't want to cover their face. It, it, it makes no sense. Makes no sense at all. Unnecessary, unnecessary stuff. See, this is the stupidity, and yes, I said stupidity that I be talking about sometimes. See, we got we have to get it together, y'all, because it is it's not good. It's not a good look. It's not a good look. Now, I'm gonna tell you, I'm one of them individuals. I don't wear a mask. Okay, I, I don't wear a mask. I don't. But. Like, I went to an establishment, and they had someone standing outside and said, well, sir, if you don't have anything to cover your face up, you know, you can't come into the store. Okay. We got back in my car, and I went somewhere else. That's all you have to do. But to go home, get somebody else come up, and just kill somebody over not wearing a mask, that makes no sense. It makes no sense at all. So, people, when it comes to this match, let's stop the nonsense, okay? Let's let's stop that because that makes it, it, it's not logical. It's not. Oh, we're just covering face. Hey, you probably could have took your shirt and pulled it over your face. No, you want to go home and get some backup. Now, all y'all in jail over nonsense. Nonsense. I, I just don't understand it. <laughs> I really do not understand it. But then again, maybe I'm not supposed to, right? <laughs> maybe I'm, I'm not supposed to understand this thing about this mask. Cause <clears throat> I know some of y'all saying, Mr. Talk, why you don't wear a mask? Well, honestly, I don't like wearing masks. I didn't like wearing them when I was in the military. So I'm definitely not going to wear them now. And my theory is this. If you have your mask on, then you protect it, right? Okay, then. You don't have to worry about me. I'm taking my own risk. That's on me. If I should happen to get the COVID-19 coronavirus, like I told y'all, I'm going to buy me a six-pack of corona, and we just going to sweat it out or do whatever. But the, the bottom line is that's my choice. Just like it's that, that business choice requires you to have on a mask when you go in. It's just that simple. They say no mask, no entry. entry. 
then you don't go in. You won't get you a mask. See how easy that is? <laughs> Sometimes we make we make things so hard and difficult unnecessarily. Yeah, unnecessarily. We make things so difficult. You know, you out there willing to, 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 to spend the rest of your life behind bars over covering your face. Come on. We have to do better. We have to do better. People getting in fights over a mask. You know, it's easy. Right now, the standard is easy. Six feet from each other, you know, social distancing. And if you're required to put on a mask, put on a mask. Okay, do it. It's not hard. You did it when you was in elementary school. In high school, you stand in line. You you do it no problem. When you go to Lowe's, you stand in line. Because all of a sudden there's a, because you don't you can't go in a certain store. You you upset about that? No, come on, y'all. No. That's garbage. Yeah, that's what that is. All right, so let's get it together. I mean, if you have a problem with that, then stay your behind home. Yeah. Stay home. Yeah, you, you're making problems out of something that really there is no problem with. It's not. Either you put on a mask or you don't. <laughs> how easy that is. We make things so difficult. Yeah, we made things so difficult, you know. And I had to get that off. I had to get that off my chest because, you know, every time I look at a news feed, I see something where somebody done did something because they were required to wear a mask. They didn't want to wear a mask. They didn't want to stay a, a certain um, length away from each other. Come on, y'all. Let's let's be real. Let's be real about it. Okay. Now, if you own a business, let's be honest. If you own your own business. And you don't require people to wear masks, come in, that's fine. But if you go to someone else and that's what they require, put the freaking mask on. Cover your face. Cover your face. You'll be all right. You'll be all right. Oh. <laughs> I it, it's, it's not that hard. Or if you have a mask and whoever you with does have a mask, well, then tell me, hey, you just going to wait in the car. I'll be out in a few. Had to go all the way back to your house just to get somebody to go back up there and start something, and which eventually ended up in murder. No, no. And basically, we say this premeditated murder because you had time to think about it as you was driving back, as they were driving back. Yeah. So, <laughs> I, 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 that's all I can say about that. <laughs> Common sense sometimes eludes some of us, and. Uh, <laughs> You know, unfortunately, we pay the price because we just have to be that difficult. Not, not, I'm not feeling it. But anyway, so as I said before, we had to get that out because I, I needed to voice that, that, that piece of uh, information uh, to you because it's just crazy, crazy, crazy. All right, now. Let's get to the hot topic that's going on around the nation right now. 25-year-old in Georgia jogging, killed by two men. 
in Georgia. Let's talk about that. Yeah. Okay. Now, there's, let, let me put it this way. There's two two shootings I want to talk about. Now, in the description, you know, I said there was two officer-involved shootings, but no, it's just one that involved a police officer per se, you know, an active-duty police officer. Okay, and, and the other guy, he was a, a district attorney, uh, former district attorney investigator and a retired detect police detective. That's the one we could talk about now, the one that happened in Georgia. The other other shooting with actual officers involved happened in Indianapolis. Um, so we're going to talk about both of those because it, it's interesting. I, I really find it interesting how uh, our community is dealing with both of these situations. And it's kind of different. It, it's different, which, you know, kind of, kind of rubs me the wrong way. It really does. It, it really does. Because I say, if you're going to do it, one, do it for all. However, there's some other circumstances that kind of, eh, you know, clouds the picture a little bit. Yeah. But this one here, we're going to talk about um, in Georgia, the one that happened in Armand Aubrey. We're going to talk about that one first. And um, I got about a 15-minute clip from Miss Candace Owens because she had a lot to say about the shooting in um, <laughs> the shooting in Georgia of uh, Mr. Aubrey, which I found quite interesting. I really did. Um, y'all know Candace is one of my favorite people because I, you know, I just love to hear her speak because uh, she's interesting. She she really is. She's interesting. Uh, but you know, she forgot she forgot what happened to her too when she spoke out against the wrong people how quickly they turned on her and fired her <laughs> from from being the spokesperson at uh, Turning Point USA, you know, which was a, was a conservative uh, group that goes around the country holding, you know, brief meetings and things of that nature. But we'll get to that here in a little bit. But before we do, let's go on and, and talk about Mr. Aubrey here real quick. Now, there are some videos that have been uh, circulating around uh, social media sites and I'm sure a lot of you have seen these videos. There's a new one that came out earlier today that actually showed Mr. Aubrey inside this this house that was under construction. And that kind of shed a little bit more light on the situation as far as what the claims were that he was doing uh, and what led to the actual com- confrontation. Now, looking at the videos, it's pretty clear that uh, the kid didn't didn't do anything wrong. He really didn't. Uh, You know, it was a case of some people deciding that they wanted to uh, take the law into their own hands, you know. And uh, it turned out tragically for Mr. Auburn. Now, Looking at at this situation, you know, there's the videos. They're pretty cutting, you know, cut and dry. The only thing problem I have with the video is the time of the confrontation. There's no audio. There's no sound. So we don't don't get the the, the privilege of actually hearing the conversation itself that took place once he was confronted. You just see the the wrestling with with the weapon. And, you know, you can basically see when it first went off and it hit him. 
because his body kind of shook. But that's all you see. And I, I, I you know, being me, I want to hear what was said during that, that confrontation. I really do. But for those that haven't seen them, you know, it's, it's out there. But anyway, this this actually happened in February. And here we are, what, March, April, May, three months later, three months later. And, and the two individuals just were arrested because their video showed up. Um, he was killed February 20th. Uh, he was jogging through a, a white middle-class neighborhood. Okay. Um, there are some that said, um, some reports that said, you know, he jogged through this neighborhood quite often and would often wave at some of the residents. Now, I don't know if they waved back at him. Okay. I, I don't know if they waved back at him. Okay, but there are some counts that he used to wave at the residents and the, the people in the neighborhood as he ran by. Um, but this one day, Mr. Gregory and Travis McMichael, you know, decided, you know, they were going to follow Mr. Aubrey in Travis' pickup truck after seeing him come out of the, 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 the building and continue his job. You know, now, it's one thing to get in your pickup truck and follow someone, okay? That's one thing. It's totally different when you go and get a weapon, okay? Now, you're going to get a weapon. That's that, that's telling me that you have some ill-mannered intentions, some ill-intentions planned once you catch up with this person. Now, their claim is that there have been some burglaries within the neighborhood, and Mr. Arbery actually fit the description. That's their claim. However, the police report showed that there hadn't been any burglaries or anything in, in that neighborhood for two to three months. So that kind of shoots a hole in, in that theory in itself. Okay. Um, as I just mentioned, um, the McMichaels told police they believe Arbery to be a suspect in two robberies in the area. Um Travis McMichael, who is a retired district attorney investigator and a police and a uh, retired police detective. So this guy, not only uh, he considers himself to know the law, he's a district attorney investigator. Okay. They're the ones who go out and investigate uh, cases and things like that for, for the district attorney. Not to mention that he was a retired police detective. So his investigative skills should have led him to a, a complete, totally different conclusion than what it did. But we know we we do now. Let's let's not be sit ourselves in the dark here. We do understand that there are those out there that think they are the bomb diggity when it comes to their job. And because he had these titles or labels behind his name, he apparently felt like he could do what he wanted to. Now, this is just speculation on my part, y'all. Now, okay? That's um, uh, it's the way I'm looking at it. Hey, bye. Um, yeah. So he took it upon himself that, okay, since I have all these titles behind my name, I'll probably go out here and do this and, and get away with it because I know the law. Excuse me. Now, you have to think about that, right? Once again, 
what what we begin to fall under is, and we've had this case, this this type of case before with Trayvon Martin, and the same the same laws is is rearing its ugly head again. The stand your ground law. Okay, let's not forget stand your ground law, and you have the law of citizens arrest, which is very interesting, especially if you want to apply it to this case right here. And I'm going to give you the definition of those two laws in a, in a little bit. Okay, but let's keep going. Um, now, there were two calls to 911. Yeah, there were two calls. And uh, the dispatcher asked one of the callers, what was Arbery doing wrong? Okay, what was he doing wrong? The person on the end, whoever called 911, because they never gave a name. You understand what I'm saying? They never gave a name, whoever it was. Never said what Mr. Arbery was doing wrong. Never said it. Never said anything. You know, <laughs> you know, and, and that that alone should have told you there was some bad stuff about to happen. <laughs> Very bad. You know, um, I, I, wow. You know, and, you know, Mr. McMichael, you know, they said, you know, they stopped him because he fit the description of the suspect that had supposedly burglarized the neighborhood. Supposedly burglarized the neighborhood. Hmm. Now, if you paying attention to what I'm saying right now, this sounds ir- this sounds real familiar, doesn't it? It seems that is the, the narrative that is always said when uh, a young black man uh, is killed, a shot. He fit the description. So what is the description? Yeah, it just got to be black, right? That's that's the description. You have to be black. And a man, young male, black male, seems seems, you know, <laughs> interesting that that is what happens here. Um so with all this being said, you know, there was a struggle. Weapon went off, Mr. Arbery was hit, and by the time Law enforcement got there. He bled out. He had bled out as they were waiting on the ambulance to show up. You know, and, and basically that's it in a nutshell. He went in. A, he went in a building, a building under construction. Looked around, came out, started running. These guys saw him from their homes, I guess, and assumed he had done something wrong. Even though they did not see he did anything wrong, they did not see him with anything in his hand. He went in empty-handed. He came out of uh, empty-handed. You know, now, before I saw the video, I said, well, maybe he went in there, you know, he had used the bathroom. So, you know, he went behind the bed and, you know, used the restroom and came on out and started running again. <laughs> but the video shows something different. He just went in, looked around about three minutes. And came back out and continued his run. He didn't touch anything. He didn't come out with anything. He just looked. That's all. That's all Mr. Arbery did. He just looked. 
Okay? Now, I look, you know, I mentioned earlier about Georgia and their stand-your-ground law and the citizen arrest laws because those two laws right are going to play a very prominent um, uh, place in, in, in this case right here. It's going to be very prominent in this case because some um, going to claim it was self-defense. Some going to claim that, well, as citizens of the neighborhood, we have the right to defend um, our own, our neighborhood. Right? Okay. We also can make a citizen's arrest if we think someone is doing something illegal. Okay. No problem. Let's blame them with that. Yeah. However, right now, the evidence, does, the evidence does not show that any of that was applicable. Okay. It did not apply in this case. It really didn't. Okay. So, what does Georgia stand your ground law say? Uh, let's see here. I know I have this somewhere. Uh, da, da, da. I have to find it. Okay, I'll find it in a minute. But let's see what citizens arrest says. That you actually have to be observing the crime or be in the immediate knowledge of the crime, okay, for you to make a citizen's arrest. Yeah. You actually have to be observing the crime or be in the immediate knowledge of the crime. Okay, so with that definition, with that definition alone, they had no right to even make a citizen's arrest. They didn't. Why? Because there was no crime. Okay, there was no crime. According to... Georgia, what Georgia law say about citizen arrest, that's it. You actually have to be observing the crime or be in the immediate knowledge of the crime. And there was none, no crime at all. Georgia standard ground law says a person can kill in self-defense only if he or she reasonably believes that such force is necessary to prevent death or great bodily injury or to prevent the commission of a forcible felony. Now, remember that word felony, okay? The law also says a person who provokes an attack or acts as the aggressor cannot claim self-defense. Once again, that knocks out, that knocks out the stand-your-ground defense because it is shown that the McMichaels are the aggressors. Okay, they are the aggressors. They went after Mr. Arbery. Now, let's go back to the word felony. Even if he had committed any type of damage to the property or anything else, it would only have been a misdemeanor. Misdemeanor. Yeah, misdemeanor. Trespassing. That's it. So, once again, that throws out that argument. That throws out that argument. Now, as I mentioned before, the interesting thing about this this thing, we see the videos. We see the struggle. We see when the, the, the shot went off and impacted Mr. Arbery's body. 
And I want to, you know, the interesting thing about these type of situations and confrontations, there's never any audio to where you can actually hear the discussion or uh, the conversation that is going on during this this confrontation. So that that leaves uh, room for interpretation. It leaves room for guessing. The actions alone say one thing. Okay. As in Trayvon Martin, these guys roll up on this black kid, thinking he's just gonna die down to them. And, and you know, do whatever they want to. And honestly, <laughs> it, it, you know, in today's society, today's atmosphere, I don't know any black kid that's going to let two white men roll up on him in a, in a white pickup truck. Really? Are you serious? <coughs> Excuse me. Are you serious? No, that's not going to happen. And if you watch the video, the the, the 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 Mr. Arbery was, you know, he he was he was tagging that butt. The, yeah, he was tagging that butt. And I think that caught the Mike Michaels by surprise because I don't think they thought this guy was going to fight back. Now that brings in the case of self-defense. Well, who was defending themselves from who? That is the question, and I think that is uh, an angle that's going to be brought up in court. Now, if you watch the video, Mr. Arbery was the one defending himself. In my opinion, in my opinion, and y'all know I try and call it straight, but in my opinion, this is what, what was going on, because they followed him. He was running away. He was running, doing his job, running away. He, you know, he wasn't trying to get in no, you know, he went, looked in the house, came out, and continued jogging. They got in their truck, followed him, cut him off, and then confronted him. Yeah. So, who can claim self-defense? It, not the McMichaels. East Coast, what's up, brother? Right? Not the McMichaels. They can't claim it because they were the aggressors. And Georgia stand your ground law says if you are the aggressor, you cannot, you cannot claim self-defense. Pulling out a weapon, yeah, that's not self-defense. Now, a lot in in the black community are upset because uh, they haven't, you know, been able to. Well, they just arrested them. Okay, doing great, brother. Thank you for asking. Um, they they're upset. Well, you know, in in the COVID nineteen world that we live in, you know, all this 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 self distancing thing, it, it may be a while before they get a grand jury adjourned. Now, but wait a minute, just like the Supreme Court are here is hearing cases virtually, why can't they do a grand jury virtually? Nah, that wouldn't work, right? That wouldn't work because you got to get. 12 people, and yeah, that wouldn't work. So, so we're going to have to wait on this. We are. However, the videos basically tell the story. The only thing, as I mentioned before, we don't see or we don't hear is this discussion or, or the conversation that went on 
after the McMichaels caught up with Mr. Arbery. I think that would put a little bit more clarity on the situation. But we we don't we don't hear that. We don't hear that. Now, there are those individuals out there that seem to have an interesting take on what actually happened. And, of course, one of those individuals is my dear friend. My, my, well, I'm going to say we're a friend because I don't know her like that. But one of the people I love talking about on my show, Miss Candace Owens. And for those that don't know who Candace Owens is, she's a young lady that was the talking head for the black community, for the um, for Turning Point USA uh, to get the black people to, to lead the Democratic Party. Okay, among other things. Uh yeah, she's a, basically a talking head for the Republican Party, put it that way, trying to, you know, sway black voters. Now, as I've said many times before, I don't have a problem with her saying that because I've said the same thing. But I'm not advocating to vote Republican either. That's not what I'm saying. But Miss Candace Owens has some very interesting things to say about this situation right here. And we finna play that clip because I want y'all to actually hear what she had to say. Then we gonna come back and, and break it down. All right. So here it is, Miss Candace always talking about uh, the Ahmed Arbery shooting. Hello, Facebook. Um, haven't done a video in a while, and I wanted to be sure to insert my opinion about this very viral case of Ahmad. Arbery, um, who is being dubbed as just a jogger by the media, uh, and I just kind of want to talk about um, really just the media's role in propaganda and how upsetting it is to me that black America always seems to take the bait. Like, I have to say, this case, after all of the work that I've done these last three or four years to wake black America up to the fact that every election cycle there is some story that they perpetuate that is supposed to make us think that we are being chased by the Ku Klux Klan. And yet here we are a couple of months away from an election and there are black people running around saying that we are being lynched in Georgia. So let's just start with just the case and how it's been being reported. So first you are hearing that it is a modern day lynching. That should instantly, if you are a black American, an American, make your ears perk up a little bit because there are not really modern-day lynchings that are taking place in America. Um, there are not lynchings taking place in general. I mean, even at the time, at the height of the civil rights movement, when black people were actually being lynched, it was approximately 3,500 black people that were lynched from the entire period of 1882 all the way up until 1968. All right, so that's actually a very low number relative, um, not saying that lynching is okay, obviously, but a very low number relative to the population that we had at that time or the population um, that we had all the way up until 1968. So lynchings are not common in general. The idea that people are going around lynching people in 2020 America, you can already know and you can smell that something is wrong with this story. All right, so before I even saw the video, because I just was interested in the reaction to see how far people were going to take it, um, I, I saw that LeBron James issued a tweet, which, quite frankly, must have been the dumbest thing I have ever read. Uh, the tweet was that we are literally, we meaning black people, we are literally being hunted as soon as we walk outside of our own homes. So this is either laugh out loud funny or really stupid. My, my, in my opinion, it's both. 
LeBron James doesn't even touch his own car door handles. LeBron James is currently building a multi-million dollar, a hundred million dollar um, estate in Bel Air right now. Um, and LeBron James has a white chef. He's got white housekeepers. Um, LeBron James is somebody that has white people waiting on him hand and foot because he is successful and he has a lot of money, and that's what comes with money and success. So the idea that he is out there perpetuating some idea that black Americans are literally being hunted for walking outside of their uh, out of their doors is pointedly ridiculous and should have made everybody go, okay, this is really dumb. So I finally look at the video. I'm expecting, based on all of the rhetoric, on all of the articles, just saying that it's an example of a modern lynching, I'm fully expecting to see a video of a mob of white people, maybe with a rope, maybe with um, some guns just marching down the street towards a black person so that they can kill him and make a mockery of him. That's that's what you should have expected based on the rhetoric that was perpetuating. Everybody was outraged left and right because of this 10-second clip. What I actually saw watching the video left me with more questions than answers. First and foremost, I, I, the, he was not being pursued in the video, obviously. Um, it looked like he was running towards the car and then when the two people who had guns, he went around and he attacked the person. So that actually left me with a lot of questions of like, what is going on in this circumstance? Who is recording this video? Because the person who was recording the video was obviously catching up to the situation. He hadn't been trailing this person. Um, and I just wanted to know, how did everybody watch this 10 second clip and instantly think that this person uh, was completely just a jogger um, who was being lynched? I, I don't even understand how that came across. Secondly, I noticed in the video and after reading reports that he's wearing khaki shorts. So just an easy question to ask is if you are just a jogger and he is being described in the media as an avid jogger, an avid jogger, this is something he does all the time. I do not know any avid joggers that jog in khaki shorts. Now, again, that's a question that is not insinuating anything. It's just saying that if you looked at the video, you probably should have had more questions than answers. And yet the media and everybody was issuing a verdict that this was some crazy situation where a couple of white people woke up and thought, you know what? Today, I want to lynch a black person, and I think this is the right guy. I see someone. Let's go for it. Let's get in our pickup bed and go find ourselves a black person. That was actually just made no, no sense, but people rarely pause to think because people are desperate to foster this race narrative in this country, and because there's not many examples of people being lynched or black people being pursued on foot by white people, the media really drummed this one up. All right, so we... Instantly should have been asking ourselves, is this guy just a jogger? That was sort of bottom line. I thought there's no way this guy was just jogging. And then you hear that the people that he that, that actually shot him had called 911. So for everybody that is saying that this person was, uh, you know, murdered, I can tell you right now, no matter how upset you are, this is not going to amount to a murder charge. The legal definition of a murder, you have to be able to prove that this was meditated, um, that there was some element of meditation. People do not call the cops before they murder someone. That is just not what somebody does. You don't pick up the phone and say, hi, 911, I'm about to go out and commit a murder. That doesn't make any sense, okay? Obviously, something went wrong. So this will amount and can amount to a manslaughter charge, maybe a manslaughter conviction. This is not going to amount to a murder conviction, okay? He was not the only person that called 911. Multiple people throughout the, throughout the neighborhood called 911 um, because they were reporting seeing a person entering in a property that was not theirs, that was under construction. Now, 
I've seen people who first said that this was all a lie and he was just a jogger now pivot and say, okay, he just liked to look around at architecture in the neighborhood and that that was a thing. Well, first and foremost, okay, just a jogger wearing khakis who decides to stop in the middle of a jog to go onto a property that isn't his and enter in a, a, you know, a construction site, a garage or a house, whatever it is that was under construction and go in and expects nobody to raise a red flag. That's pointedly ridiculous. What I hate about this and what I always hate about, you know, when black America gets behind an issue like this is that we can never argue and be reasonable. We can never say, okay, you know what? He may have not been, he should not have been on the property because he shouldn't have. You should never be trespassing on someone's property. We should not be pretending that it's normal behavior to walk through construction sites, especially when there are no construction workers there in a private neighborhood. It's not like it was a building being built. It was on a quiet street. You walk up on somebody's property. He's not jogging in the video. He's walking slowly onto the property and you enter a building. Of course, people are going to start to call 911. Okay, that escalated the situation in just, just his actions of deciding to enter a property while he was on a jog in khaki pants obviously you know escalated the situation and people were calling 911 then you have this guy who they start calling 911 and this guy who says he's going to make a citizen's arrest calls 911 gives them a description and gets in his car with his son and has a shotgun if the the point of the debate that people were having was whether or not that action was smart whether or not making a citizen's arrest is a good idea, you would probably find that everyone sort of agrees that it's not really the best thing to do. Calling 911 is usually enough. If I saw someone entering a property and I didn't think they lived there, I would call 911 and I would leave it alone. But that is not the argument that people are making. They are calling this a modern day lynching. They are calling this being, as something being motivated by race. This is not motivated by race. The second you call 911 and you're entering another property, the motivation behind somebody trying to, to, to figure out who you are in their neighborhood is not racially motivated. It's because you do not own the property that you are on. There is no reason for people to be injecting race into this narrative. Argue it on the basis of whether you think a, a citizen's arrest is valid. You know, argue it on the basis of whether you think that um, Ahmad Arbery deserved to die. I don't see a single person who has made the argument that they think that this man deserved to die. Um, but arguing it on the basis and pretending that this was racially motivated, it's stupid. I, I mean, it's, it's incredibly stupid. Uh, beyond that, when people like LeBron James perpetuate this idea that black people are being murdered and hunted by white people, it defies common sense because it goes against every statistic in America. You know, we have a culture issue in black America because we constantly accept this lie that somehow we're, we're the societal victims. You know, when in fact, when you look at the stats, if you want to start playing the race game, we're going to be the ones that look bad. You know, we represent 13% of the population, but we account for 40%, approximately 40% of all of the murders in this country. Whereas white people account for 61% of the population, uh, more, than, more than half of the population, and they commit less murders than we do. You can't just go around pretending that we are the people that are constantly being oppressed and are the people that are constantly, you know, uh, being hunted down when we know that black people kill white people at two times a higher rate than the other way around. And I'm not saying this, by the way, to say all black people are horrible, you know, and, and, and that's not the purpose of this. The purpose is to have a more honest conversation about what is going on in this country. The purpose is, is that 
every single time a murder happens, it doesn't mean that it's racially motivated. Sometimes things just go wrong. Obviously, a lot of stuff went wrong in that, in that, uh, in that video that we saw, you know, that 10-second clip of that person running. A lot of things went wrong. You know, first and foremost, I bet the person who had the gun wasn't expecting him to be lunged at. Obviously, if he was out to hunt the black person, okay, he wouldn't have, he would have shot him at a distance. When you're out hunting, you don't wait for the thing that you're hunting to grab your gun and go back and forth. Obviously, we're not going to be able to prove the standard that he wanted to hunt him, and, but wanted to wait until the guy grabbed his, his gun and went and wanted to wrestle with him. That's not, I mean, that just defies common sense. If he wanted to kill the guy, he would have fired off a couple of shots before he got anywhere near him. I think he wanted to make the guy stop, you know, and intimidate him and wait for the cops to get there because he was convinced that this was the guy that was recently bur burglarizing his home. Unfortunately, Ahmad Arbery, who has a history, you know, of, of, of you know, uh, crime, um, lunged at him and things went off from there. And it's unfortunate that, you know, this person ended up dead in a situation that di didn't need to ever, you know, culminate into a death. But what's going to happen is it's going to be a manslaughter charge and the defense is going to argue for self-defense. He might entirely get off on a self-defense, on, on a self-defense um, uh, claim in this case, because like I said, Arbery did charge him, you know, you can see the scuffle, you did charge him. Um, now, I'm not saying he should, I'm saying he could. Um, so save your outrage for when that likely or could happen. Um, you know, from everything that I'm seeing of people perpetuating this and pretending that, you know, this is, is, is anything more than just election fodder. Uh, when our media declined, they all had the video of him trespassing on property, and none of them published the video until yesterday because they want black Americans angry. They want black Americans to constantly believe that we're being oppressed and that white men are trying to kill us at every turn. You know, they could have easily given the videos more context. They could have published the video of, of him entering the property. They could have told you about the 911 calls um, that were coming throughout the neighborhood, and everyone would have quieted down a little bit. But black Americans are so reactive. We've got people that are wearing I run with, I run with mod t-shirts, showing up to protest, showing up, you know, getting ready to riot if this person doesn't get this or doesn't get that. Because we never pause to think. I can think of no other race that does this. Literally no other race that does this. And recently in New York City, a Jewish person, a Jewish rabbi, was stabbed in the head during a service. Um, literally for being Jewish by a black man in the neighborhood. And that was one example in a, in a string of crimes that were being perpetuated by, perpetrated by black people to Jewish people in the neighborhood. There was never, ever, ever any Jewish person that came out and said Jewish people literally are being attacked when they come out of their homes, are literally being hunted by black people. You want to know why they didn't do that? Because that's hyperbole. Uh, it sounds foolish. It sounds emotional. It sounds irrational. Okay. Uh, yes, somebody did something. And it, it, it's a horrible thing when any person ends up dead. Uh, but to, to only speak about what has gone on confined simply to, to race. It, you know, it's because of the color of their skin. It doesn't make us sound intelligent. It makes us sound angry and emotional and irrational. And we need to have a more honest discussion when these things happen. It is not always about race. It is not blacks murder whites and that's just murder. It is not, you know, blacks murder blacks and that's just murder. And then the final clause is if a white person kills a black person, that's instantly the Ku Klux Klan racist lynchings coming back from the civil rights era. That's just ridiculous. 
from what I'm hearing, more is going to come out about the story. We already know that, um, you know, uh, Ahmad Arbery has a history uh, with mental health issues that he's been arrested before. Um, from what I'm hearing, there's a lot more of this story that people don't understand. And as I said, even if it comes out that he was responsible for burglarizing that entire neighborhood for a month, um, you know, that doesn't necessarily justify people jumping in their truck and trying to make a citizen's arrest. Um, but what it what it does uh, stipulate to should stipulate to at least everybody is that this situation um, is not about race. It's just about somebody being in your neighborhood that shouldn't have been on private property, someone calling 911 and things getting botched. So um, people, you can be upset with me. I really don't care. I've never been a person um, that cries when, oh, my God, oh, Candace, you didn't take the, the bait. You know, oh, Candace, you're not allowed to be black anymore because you didn't senselessly defend someone. You know, you have to just, no matter what, you defend your own. That is stupid bottom-feeding mentality. There are plenty of examples of innocent black people who are killed that I, that I speak out about. Um, black-on-black crime obviously happens way more often. Nine, over 90% of black people are killed by other black people, and there's never any riots, any protests, or any marching about it because somehow if we do it to our own, it's okay. You know, be all, be, just, just be more honest. Have a more honest discussion about things. Um, and stop taking the bait every election year. Like, how can, there, how can it literally be every four years with this stuff? And nobody's waking up. Grow up. Have a more adult conversation. Argue the real tenets of this case. I mean, there's plenty of room to debate, you know, what happened here without pretending it's white America after black America again. Even the articles, by the way, we visited the neighborhood where this happened and there were Trump 2020 flags and MAGA flags in some of the windows. I mean, how can you be so gullible to not realize this is just about making you angry and emotional in another election year? That's the part I don't understand. It's like, how can we just keep falling for it? It isn't going to be like one year, like maybe 2028, 20, where Black America's like, mm, we've done this for the last 70 years. Something sounds off right now. Maybe it's not a lynching. Maybe other stuff went wrong, but it wasn't just a bunch of white people that wanted to kill black people. I mean, I hope so. Sometimes I do get exhausted with it because people are just foolish and they take the bait all the time. And I'm just like, is black America ever going to wake up and stop allowing themselves to be a punchline in a white liberal leftist um, narrative? So far, the answer is no. Um, I'll wrap this by saying LeBron James is an idiot. Um, and he always takes the bait, and it is why I tweeted that he will never be a Kobe, he will never be a Michael Jordan, um, because he just has never taken the time to simply educate himself, um, and he is always reactive and emotional. He is a great basketball player, um, but as far as that goes, that, that is really the extent of it in terms of um, his contributions to helping black Americans evolve, right? Not just giving out free money, not just building a charity, actually evolve. So, that, so you get to a point where you're not going to have to give out as much money. So you get to a point where you're not going to have to do as much charity, right? Because black Americans have evolved mentally, right? Have gotten to a point where we're more successful academically. Have gotten to a point where we can debate things, um, debate the actual facts of a situation, not the emotions of a situation. When black Americans can step out of the, the media brainwashing. Um, that's the sort of things, those are the sort of things that I look forward to in the future. Um, and unfortunately, we live in an era of, black false prophets and the ones that are trying to tell the truth get castigated. So I will leave it at that and um, look forward to being castigated in the comments. Bye guys. All right, y'all. <laughs> that was my, one of my favorite people, Miss Candace Owens. And she was giving her take on the Aubrey um, 
the Aubrey shooting down in Georgia. Oh, Candace, 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 my friend. You know, as I said, I don't totally disagree with everything Candace has to say. I, I don't. But in this instance, yeah, I, 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 you know, it's one thing to, to to say, yeah, we need to wake up, we need to do better, yeah. But you know, when you're looking at certain situations and it's right there in front of you, how can you not? How can you not see what's really going on? Woo! And, and if you notice. The first thing she went and done, she went and did, done, she, however you want to say it, was she jumped on the word lynching, if you notice. She jumped on the word lynching. Now, most people, when you think of lynching, when you say lynching, they think of hanging, okay? So what she's doing right now is playing the word game. That's what she's doing. She's playing the word game. So, you know, a modern-day lynching, you know, quote comes to, a modern day hanging. Okay, that's that's the word game she's playing. She's going by the the actual definition of what a lynching is supposed to be, is associated with. Now, LeBron James said, you know, a modern day lynching, but I, I he wasn't talking about a hanging. He was talking about killing. Period. Killing. Period. Okay, so maybe he should have used a different word, and maybe Candace Owens would have understood his what he meant. Okay, now Miss Owens is very, very. <sighs> she's an intelligent young lady. I have to give her that. She's intelligent, but sometimes she's out there. She's out there. Um. Yeah. Uh. You know. Then she want to attack him because he he's made enough money to where he could have a, a, a white chef or a white people working for him or what have you. Well, why didn't she mention that while he was he his home in Cleveland was uh, vandalized a couple of times? Then he was in Cleveland. She didn't mention that. Why didn't she mention that he he's actually built a school for black kids? Well, she didn't mention that either. You see, it's interesting how they continue to talk about the narrative, but they twist the narrative to fit what they wanted to say. Oh, yeah. Now, <laughs> then she jumped on, on Aubrey about jogging in khakis. If that man was comfortable jogging in khakis, they were khaki shorts. Let him jog. He had on a white T-shirt and khaki shorts. If he liked jogging, him and he was comfortable in that. There's no law that says you can't jog in khaki shorts, is there? I know some people that went jogging in jeans. I mean, really, if you're comfortable with it, that's what you do. I see you, Triple One. Get to you in a little bit. All right? I mean, that's what you do. It's amazing how, how we, you know, as humans, can pick and choose what we want to, you know, to make our point. But if she's truthfully saying, call it for what it is, it, it's not a good look. It's not. But wait a minute. Let's continue on. Um, don't go on people uh, in construction sites, especially when there's no construction. I mean, it was a home. It was under construction. Now, who hasn't stopped to go and walk inside a home and just look around when it's being built? I've done it quite often. I've done it. I know some of you out there have done it. Have you ever expected anyone to come after you after you did it? You didn't take anything. You just went in, walked around, looked, 
whether somebody was there or not. So when did, I mean, when did that become a crime to where you have to be chased down and and and, and questioned about? Especially when you walk out with nothing in your hand. You go in with nothing in your hand. You come out with nothing in your hand. Ah, really? When did that become a crime? <laughs> Once again, okay. All right. We're going to give her this one. Technically, it's trespassing, okay, because you do not own that property. Okay, we're going to give her that one. But however, did it did that necessarily have to end to them following her? And, yeah, she mentioned the 911 calls. She did. And I, I talked about them earlier. Yeah, there were two 911 calls. The caller didn't give a name. And the only thing they would say was uh, he fit the description. Somebody, you know, somebody uh, that he fit the description. Somebody had been burglarizing the home, their homes in their neighborhood. Okay, but when the dispatcher asked what did he do wrong, there was never an answer as to what he did wrong. And as in the George Zimmerman case, the dispatcher said, "No, I don't think you need to follow him." But yet, that's what they did. You know. Oh my! So let's 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 go on and, and see how this thing is working out here. And then, of course, it's the old blaming on the victim. Yeah, because the victim has had mental problems. The victim has been convicted of shoplifting because the victim brought a weapon uh, to school when he was in high school. So that makes him a criminal. Yeah, no. High school. He's 25 now. So once again, you know, let's blame the victim. And of course, um, the autopsy came back. He didn't have any illegal substances in his system. He didn't have any weapons on him. So that throws that theory out. So I don't know what Candace talking about right now. You know, it's interesting. And I say, I don't have a problem with Candace. I agree with some of the things you say when it comes to politics. But in this instance, heck no. Heck no. <clears throat> you know, and it's very interesting that she says, well, you know, that's not happening. Well, on May the 7th, May the 7th in South Carolina, a shepherdy, a sheriff's deputy, okay, He's facing charges because he led a mob, an armed white mob, mob, I'm sorry, M-O-B, to a black teen's house looking for a white girl, okay? This is in South Carolina. A sheriff's deputy. The only problem was the black family only lived there for a month. They didn't know who the white girl was. So for Kansas, the, the, the... Say it doesn't happen. What world is she living in? What world is she living in? You know, and Beasley, I'm glad you said that because I was about to say that as well. Ninety-nine percent of murders of whites are committed by other whites. <laughs> and of course, she used the old or the old talking point: black on black crime. Why are we not doing nothing about black-on-black crime? You know, talking points. Talking points. Deflecting. 
You turn your head from what's really going on because you really don't need to pay attention to that. You know? So, Candace, go away. <laughs> you know, do something else because that that's not it what you just did. Uh, you just said, I, I'm not going to, yeah. Yeah. You know, and it's amazing because Candace has forgotten that when she says something against the Jewish, um, against the Jewish people, that's when Turning Point USA kicked her out the organization. You know, because she was riding high with Turning Point USA, she was the spokesman, one of the spokesmen who was supposed to help the blacks move away from the Democratic Party and come on over to the Republican Party. Of course, that's after you know the Democrat, the, uh, a lot of Democrats helped her. Would get a lawsuit taken care of and so the NAACP and stuff. And then when they decided, no, enough of this crap, she decided to go to the other side. So now she has a problem with anything, you know. No, Candace, it's not working. It's not working. All right, so (laughs) that's where we are right now. That's that's where we are with this um, arborist and stuff, you know. I say there's video out there, and the guy who actually saw the video, his name is William Rody Bryan. Okay, um, you know he said he had nothing to do with it. He was just recording. He was just recording. He didn't have anything to do with it. Oh, of course, you know they thought they did. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You, you know, in South Carolina they forced entry with with guns. Excuse me. I like to say weapons, you know, that's on military thinking, with weapons. But, yeah, that's what happened in South Carolina. And come to find out the girl was found safe that they were looking for, just not at that residence right there. So for Candace to say that this mob mentality doesn't happen, uh-uh. <clears throat> don't know what she did. In fact, was it last year? Either last year or year before in Mississippi, they found two black men hung, one with his head cut off. I mean, so don't say it don't is it, not still happening. Don't say that. It's too much too much evidence out there to saying the opposite. But I still like Candace, I do, because she has some good ideas. They just may be misplaced. <laughs> they just may be misplaced a little bit. But yeah, yeah. On on this one, she she's wrong. You know, I, and you have to think about it sometimes. When, when individuals like that say certain things, they may not mean it. It's just to keep them in in in, in, in the uh, public eye. Yeah, keep them in public eye. Keep their name circulating. Yeah, like our president do sometimes. Because I honestly believe so. He he says some things on purpose to get a reaction. That way, it keeps his 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 face, you know, motivated, and it keeps his name. Out there, yeah. But anyway, so that's what's going on with the Arbery case. Um, there's another instance of a shooting that happened in Indianapolis. But you know what? Well, hold on before I go there. Let me go ahead and take this um, call here real quick. Uh, then we'll talk about this other shooting. Okay. All right, Triple One. Welcome to the show. Who do I have here? Where you calling me from? Hello, Mr. Talk. Well, hello, Maze. How are you? I'm just marvelous as always. Outstanding. <laughs> <Beginning>. <laughs> yes. 
getting back to that yeah, piece yeah. of mess of cameras orange. Now she should give that school the money back that she sued them for racism. She the school should sue her now <laughs> and take the money back. And LeBron mm. has fans. She's trying to find some. Mm. And until she no, gets to the point to where he is, then she can have a discussion about what he got to say. Because she's out there book dancing. That's what she's doing. That's why they got rid of her. <laughs> but I hope the school go back and take the money back since she said there's no sense. They just need to just make her pay it back. And I bet she can mm. of sit down somewhere we are talk, doing talking points because that's all she's doing. The talking yeah. points that she got putting out amongst people and things supposed to. When I was listening to it yesterday, I just clicked it and erased it because I don't want to hear nothing she got to say because she's not saying nothing that I want to hear. <laughs> and I don't have to like it because you do, man, do I? <laughs> no. <laughs> You're right. That's right. <laughs> and now getting with this <laughs> and looking at this this shooting. Now, the person that was behind uh-huh. in the truck that was recording the whole thing, they said there might be some more people arrested. So if some more people might be arrested, something's to this. But then I'm saying the guy that was videotaping it. Now, some part he right. videotaped some part he didn't. I'm saying, so now he had a good zoom just in there at the beginning, but when they went over to the side, his camera didn't move. Yeah, they, they, yeah, they went Daddy out of, in the back out of, of view. Yeah, yeah, it went out of view for some reason, yeah. And then this stuff where he mm-hmm. go, where they got this this tape going inside the house, this is trying to make the, 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 the murderers look good. Because for two months, they were they weren't they weren't arrested and nothing was happening. Right. So they had to make up something to make them look innocent. So that tape that we're looking at now is what probably they were going to put out. In the other tape, they didn't think it was going to be seen. The dumbest. <laughs> I call them dummies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The dumbest thing I ever Not seen. Your friend behind Not you. Your friend. Your friend behind you videotaping it. Uh huh. And but it's his fault because he's dead. And he was on some property <laughs> looking, and it wasn't private because it didn't have any signs up there. And probably the people that go through there be looking at the house. Maybe they was amazed at how the house was being built. Yeah. And you, I mean, like you said, people do it all the time. <laughs> and, then, and then she got the nerve to say people don't go jogging in khaki pants. Yeah. But she needs to go find some people jogging and walking and stuff and see what they got on since she's so smart. I know I so. She's so bright. I call her bright. She looks like something wrong with her. And when I'm they get to wearing eyes, she's going to be just like Stacey Dash. Hmm. <laughs> now, you know she, she, <laughs> she she's living in the real world. So, okay? Her world, she's this doesn't world. happen. This doesn't she's exist. in her. Yeah, she's in the world. But I had to say something to her. I said, well, why don't you just give that school that money back? Because there was no racism <laughs> stuff and it don't exist. And what mm-hmm. did you Did you come out of it? She'll sit down somewhere. She just haven't found the right person to put in a place. Because when people be trying to yeah. talk to her, she gets, like, loony. But she's going to be just like Stacey Dash, went to jail for fighting her husband. Because mm. you know who she yeah. was fighting, who she was married to. She used to be one of those, too. Yeah. You know what, Maze? You, yeah. you brought up a good point. You brought up a very good point. If there were no signs up saying no trespassing, then that, that eliminates that also, doesn't it? Yeah. Can't get charged with that either. Yeah. No. Because nobody lives No, but I'm saying that the strangest thing is that they got to go back 20 years, what he did, and then they got to talk about what his family did. And everybody in the family <laughs> know how to do because one person did it. How dumb can y'all be? Think people are stupid? We realize that, like, uh, yeah. when they have their talking points and things that they want to get out there. Yeah. Well, you know, after the fact, there's always something that comes out that the victim, you know, did this or was convicted of mm-hmm. that and had a history of this. You know, it's 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 
I hate to say it, it's normal now. You should, you know, we should expect it. We really yeah. should. But I mean, like, what you we know. want to do about where he dead? We, we where he dead because of that. We glad he is. But when you you, you uh, one thing I say, they didn't. I bet you they took him down all their Facebook pages that son had, and everything that he took that video too. Because I guarantee you, somebody got the very first one. That's that's some documented one where they took stuff out and we don't get to see it. But I guarantee you, it will put on one of them sites of the people mm. that carry songs yeah. that don't exist no more. Yeah. Like the daddy picture. Like the daddy picture was on where he was at a clan rally, and they're gonna say it wasn't him. Right. <laughs> but then we both see that video about him walking in around that house with no trespassing oh. signs. So we have to uh-huh. watch out what's put in front of our eyes and, and look, stop looking, listen. Hey, that's it. Okay, that's I, it. I'll just hold back for a few minutes so you can go on and finish your other part. I go on mute. Okay. Well, thank you. That's well, my somebody want to come in too, so let me go and get them in real fast. All right. Okay, Triple One, welcome to the show. Who do I have here? Where you calling me from? Oh, this is Miss Lady. Hello, Mr. Todd. Hello, Miss Lady. Hello. How are you today? I'm doing just fine. Thank you very much. Okay, so anyway, what you got for me? Well, she's doing the typical, you know, that's the famous character, so we'll, they'll have bias against the gentleman that was murdered in cold blood. Um, also, um, because that father... I have a picture of him at a KKK rally a few years ago. Um, you know, it really points to, you know, the picture of a black male lynching. That's what the KKK promotes is um, harm and abuse to black people. And as a mm-hmm. history of lynching black people. And I was thinking, you know, they need to try and trace whoever called in, if there was a call that was called in. Who called in? Was it the guy doing the video? Was it someone else that they were connected to that they said, oh, call in? Because that's highly suspicious. Did they call it in themselves? You know, the father's son. What are their names? The Mac somebody. I can't remember. McMichaels. McMichaels. Uh, right, McMichaels. Who called? They need to trace phone calls and find out who called it in and were they connected to the Michael. Um, <laughs> who knows? They could have done it themselves, or you know. Well, you know. So, mm-hmm. you know, from from what the um, the articles I've read have said and from videos I've watched, uh, it was an older gentleman, so it could have been um, the older Mac Michael. However, the caller never left a name, and I'm sure there's a way. Well. Of course, you would have to. They would have to know where to send the officers at. So there's a way it could be traced, I'm sure. But yeah, it, but the callers mm-hmm. it was it two calls. But the callers never left a name, huh? They they could have called one of their KKK members and said, "Look, we got one. We need you to call it in." You know, you never know. Okay. <laughs> 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 Okay, I hear you, Miss Lady. Uh, they, speak, they could be speaking all in code, letting them know to call in, you know, and gave the the area, you know, and um, so you know setting it all up because I believe they did. Either they took advantage of an opportunity to murder him in cold blood, or they set it up. Either way, um, that's what that's what happened, and um, mm. so that's that's my thoughts on it. Okay. 
Well, thank you, Miss Lady. And you know what? That that may be the case. But I, you know, the nine one one calls there were two, and um, nobody actually left a name, and they actually couldn't say what the, um, the young man did wrong. They just mentioned he walked in the property and he was jogging, you know, well, and that was you know, it. Trespassing is trespassing is not a felony, you know. Right. It's not a felony, exactly. and so they have, you know, so they really um, crime that was committed, you know, and. Um, and we've all, we've all trespassed, okay? Right. <laughs> I mean, we all have, right? I mean, if you're in somebody's establishment or home and they ask you to leave and you don't leave right away, you're trespassing, right? I mean, I remember years ago, uh, me and a friend went into a liquor store to get some chips and some, like, something to drink, and this um, storekeeper, he Whoa, I have been in there and stole from the first time I've ever been there, stole out of your store and get out, get out. And I'm sitting there going, What are you talking about? What are you talking about? It's like, yeah, yeah. He just knew. So if I had just insisted on saying and saying no, then I would have been trespassing, right? So, I mean, it's like, it's ridiculous. They, uh, this a cover up. And I understand the DAs are are, are uh, uh, interesting people as well because that 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 senior man had been a police officer, a sheriff, a police officer, and also an investigator for the DA's office. Okay, right. so right. Um, uh huh, and so he of all people has a higher level of he should have what the law is of when a person can be detained, arrested, or when a crime is about to be committed or has been committed. So he's going to be looked at as he should have. He should have used his higher standard of, of, of education, training, and knowledge, and should never have shot that man like that. Had never participated well, you know what? in shooting that you, man. You like know what, Miss Lady? I, I feel that he used. He tried to use that knowledge, you know, as a, a crutch for what he 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 actually did. You know, I think you know he probably assumed he could get away with it. But, uh, well, I don't think so. I think he used probably well, he, he may have thought that, well, but if you look at the statute, but, look at the penal code, if you look at the statute, this lady, look at it this way. Let's look at that this way. If the video hadn't come out, the 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 old DA had already said there's nothing wrong here. Okay, so if the ah. old video hadn't come out, then you know he may have gotten away with it. Oh you yes, know, but once the video. Yeah, but once the video surfaced, it put a whole new, new look on it. You know, I so got you now. yeah, uh huh. So that, yeah, that that's where something crossed up, right? But I want to talk about this other other um, shooting here first before we get get off of here, okay? So I'm not cutting you short, okay. but I want to get to this other. Okay, thank you, though, Miss Lady. Okay, okay. All right. There was another shooting, y'all, and and it's interesting that um, I, I really want to talk about this one as well because all energy is being put into the Armand Arbery case. But there was another one in Indianapolis that was very interesting, to say the least. Um, this young man was involved, Twenty, he was 21 years old, named Sean Reed, okay? He was involved in a high-speed chase with the police, with law enforcement, Okay. <laughs> this guy, as he was in the high speed pursuit with was chased with the cops chasing him, he was doing Facebook Live. 
I don't know if y'all saw that. Okay. Um, he was he was doing Facebook Live, and he was talking into his phone as he was driving. Here he would look back at the police chasing him, and he'd say little crazy things. And you know, one of the interesting things he said was he was talking. He said, "Man, I can't go back to jail. I told y'all I'm not going back to jail. I can't go to that place." And this this went on for some time because I remember watching that video. I I actually watched that video. I was watching it myself, and I said, "What is this clown doing?" You know, what is he doing? It, 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 and his actions were like it was a game to him. It really was. You know, uh, what else he doing? Yeah, and then he said he mentioned something. Uh, I told you about it. I can't go back to jail. But when he stopped the car, <laughs> when he stopped the car to get ready to get out, to run, you know, because they can only drive so far, then they got to get out and run because they realize they can't outrun a helicopter and the police cars and the radio. Okay, so they want to stop the car and run. Uh, <laughs> um, it's interesting, and the reason why I bring this up, because this kid was laughing while talking on the phone saying, high-speed chase. <laughs> I mean, he was laughing. Whoever he was talking to on, in the phone, I guess his followers, you know, he was laughing about being in a high-speed chase. He He also said, said to somebody, come get me, and I cannot go back to jail. Please come get me. He said it three times, okay? Um, yeah. Now, why was they chasing him? Because they noticed he was driving recklessly, driving at a high speed, disobeying traffic signals, you know, and he almost hit some other vehicles, which, you know, with what they said makes sense. Um, yeah. So, basically, he gets out the car, you know, and when he gets out the car, he he puts the phone in in, in, his, in his belt thing, and he's yelling. He's still saying, "All right, y'all, I'm at a so and so street. Somebody, please come get me." Then you hear him running. Okay. Uh, after a few minutes, you hear what sounds like a taser first. Okay, sounds like a taser. Then you hear a little tussling going on. The next day, you know, you hear some shots. Okay. Uh, then you hear some more shots. You know. But the final version is, this kid is dead. All right, this kid is dead. Here's my, why I wanted to talk about this, okay? Because the officer that shot him was a black officer, okay? (coughs) Let's decide the first shot. It was a black officer. My thing is, the black community has jumped all over the Ahmaud Arbery thing, okay, because they see, you know, black, white, white people, black man, kids shot, killed. On this end, with the Reed case, young black man, live taping, a high-speed chase that he's involved in, gets out, runs, he's killed. So, here's my thing. Why... Isn't there uh uproar about that besides in little Indianapolis? I don't know how big it is. I'm gonna say little Indianapolis. But why isn't there an uproar about that? You know. Also, it goes back to something I've said before. I said it with with, with um Walter Scott thing. You know, sometimes the choices that we make are good choices. And this is a prime example. This is a prime example. You know, 
you don't want to go back to jail, so you're just going to keep driving, 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 knowing, see, <coughs> excuse me, knowing that as soon as you get out of that car and you don't obey, they're going to put some lead in you. We don't hear anything about this. They're not talking about this one. And we need to talk about that. Because we need to tell our young men and our young women about decisions they make and the consequences of those decisions. Because this was a very bad decision this young man made. It really was. Now, he stopped the car. All they had to do was get out and lay on the ground. Yeah, they were going to batter him a little bit. You know, because that's what they do. They're going to batter him. But he still would have been alive. But to think you're going to outrun? No, it's not going to happen. That's why I want to bring this up, because we have to talk to our young people about the decisions that they make. That was a very dumb decision. Very dumb. Now, I'm going to tell you just, oh, my goodness, Um, his sister. What did his sister say? Um, her name was Jasmine Reed. His sister says, I feel like to lose a life, especially at a young age, there's never going to be justice, she said, because he's gone. There's never justice for that. Even if somebody was to get time or whatever for it, it's never going to be justice because he's never coming back. I shouldn't have to bury my little brother. Now, I understand her pain, but eventually she's going to have to sit down and realize her little brother made a very bad decision. A very bad decision. Very bad. See, this is one of those instances where you have to look at the other side of it. You know, we looked at, you know, all man Arbery situation, but this is a totally different one. This this death here was caused by the individual themselves. You know, I mean, oh my goodness. And, you know, it, when he jumped out the car, you could hear the police say, stop, stop. The kid, oh, excuse me, my throat getting dry. Um, Sean said, F you, and kept running. Once again, he had a chance to rectify, make another decision that would probably have him living today. But they want to hear about that. Nobody wants to talk about that. But these are the situations we need to be talking about as well. Okay? This is what we need to talk about. You know, and, and oh, my goodness. His sister went on to say, I acknowledge that he was wrong getting caught up in a high-speed chase with police, but said she wondered, <coughs> excuse me, she wondered, why police couldn't have tased him or, listen to this now, wondered why police couldn't have tased him or beat him up instead of taking his life. He could be behind bars, but now he'll be in a casket the next time I see him. So now you want to blame that on law enforcement. Why? That wasn't law enforcement's fault. It really wasn't. 
That was based on the decision that that young man made. And also, here's the thing. Some of the officers had actually stopped pursuit. They stopped chasing him. But he kept doing what he's doing, and then the other was picked up behind him. You know, and I'm saying this to say we, we, we have to talk to our young people about making these better decisions. You know, we really do. Because that's a death that could have been avoided. That's a death that I don't believe should be placed on, on law enforcement because they weren't given any other chance. Really, we didn't want um, Let's see in the chat room. It's EC. I'm calling him EC because I sure have problems. The problem we have today, Mr. Talk, is we have a police force that's trained to kill, not apprehend. Did he make the situation worse? Of course, but that's no cause to kill a person because you had to chase him down. Now, if he firing shots, that's a whole different ballgame. And bam, that is EC. I wonder when somebody was going to bring that up. That is. That's another decision he made that wasn't a good one. <sighs> you know, we have to teach our young people to make better decisions. We, we really do. No, it's sad. We're talking about two young black men that, that uh, lost their lives. And based on bad decisions, one wasn't his fault, but the other one was. Uh, B say American police force is an offshot of the American slave patrol. We are the hunted. <laughs> yeah, but we can make some decisions that, that keep us off the the, the keep us out, out the, the the target area for a little while. I mean, because that that just wasn't that wasn't a good decision, Beasley. It really wasn't. And, of course, if you're going to get out and fire back at the cop, you know, then, yeah. Yeah. That makes it even worse. That makes it even worse. EC says, sadly, the American police force has turned into a paramilitary operation. Well, yeah. Because they bound, <laughs> they have more military equipment than most people realize. Because they get it from the military. Wholesale. Ah. Okay, we we not gonna go there. But yeah, that that is that's the situation with that. We're not hearing much about that because it involved a black officer and a young black man. Okay, so nobody you don't see the Benjamin Crumps rushing over there, the Al Shopkins rushing over there because there's nothing there. So in in a kind of way, I guess. Candace has a little point, you know, depending on the situation, it will be um, politicized and blown up more than it should be, maybe. Can we give her that point? Can we give her that? (laughs) But we got to talk to our young people. We really do. We really do. Now, if you are jogging... You know, that's hard to swallow, okay? That's that really is. That's hard to swallow. That that is. You get killed just because you want to look in the building real quick before you finish your job. Yeah, and that instance, Michael, they're guilty. Unless something drastically comes out, 
that proves otherwise from the videos and from the statements? No. Now, Candace, she mentioned something that that actually um, probably will happen, which is they probably won't get charged with murder but manslaughter. The initial charge is going to be murder. But by the time the jury come out, depending on the judge, uh, it's probably going to be manslaughter. It's probably going to be manslaughter. Because a lot of times what, what the prosecution does is they push it to the highest they can get it. You know, but knowing good and well, it's probably going to be they be convicted on a lower charge. Yeah. Now, actually, before I came on the air, I was reading that um, there's going to be a, a black female prosecu- prosecuting this case, taking a look at the case. So out of Cobb County, I think it said. So that should be interesting as well. That that should be interesting as well. But you know what? Uh, now I'm gonna tell you what's uh, also interesting. There's a group that has formed. Uh oh, uh oh, I beat myself up then. Um, called the. Let me see if I can find it real fast. Uh, the Christians something that's actually defending them. They say, um, you know, it's a shame that they have to be prosecuted for defending their homes and their neighborhood. Yeah. And, I mean, it's a, it's a, and they asking for money and everything to help defend them, defend these people. That's that's just crazy. But that's the way we live. That's the that's the way we live right now. Okay, I can't find it, so we gonna go. Oh, here it is. Here it is right here. Okay. It says, Christian group defends two God-fearing men who killed Ahmad Aubrey. Yep, that's it. A Christian group on Facebook is defending Gregory and Travis McMichael, the white father and son who hunted down and killed Ahmad Aubrey, an unarmed 25-year-old black man. Yep. <laughs> so is. So there's people out there that think they didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. They went on to say, these two God-fearing men were only trying to protect their neighborhood. This area has had a string of break-ins, and this man fit the description and did not comply with simple commands. Our hearts go out to the Michael family in their time of need. Amen. Yeah. Of course, what they failed to mention is there hadn't been any break-ins in their neighborhood for two or three weeks a month. Two or three months, I think it says. Yeah. And so the first black person comes dragging through. That's uh, you know they go. That's who you gonna go after? Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. So. So don't think they don't have their supporters as well. <laughs> Beasley says white folks will rally behind wrong. Yeah, that is true. Okay. Let's see what else I want to talk about real quick. Uh, let's talk about them, 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 um, um, them ex parade, green berets that got caught up in and trying to overthrow um, President Muro. Oh, I forgot his name again. Muro in Venezuela, the president of Venezuela. Now that's interesting because you know once these individuals got caught, it's, it's very, very interesting that our government hasn't said much about this. They haven't said much about it. Now. 
Last year we were talking about Venezuela and how our government was trying to get Moro, Moro, M-U-R-O, out of office for this new guy because Venezuela had decided that they were going to get rid of the U.S. dollar and back their own currency with gold and oil. And, of course, we know how that works, right? We know how that works. Once you start talking about getting rid of the American dollar, uh uh-uh, that, can, that cannot happen. So, the, the, undercoverly, the United States government has been trying to overthrow this guy. They've had elections, and he said he was reelected, but this new guy came in. He said he was elected. And so the Americans want the new guy to take over the country because he's more friendly toward America. Moro is like, uh-uh, we still going to do it our way. I'm not leaving. So what did America do? What, what is their, their main thing? We're going to throw sanctions on you. We're going to throw sanctions on you. And then you go in and you start an uprival among the, the, the people of the country. But you say you blame it on the, the government that's in charge because it's easier to say because nobody knows you have sent individuals in to get this stuff started. Now it comes out that these so-called individuals went over there to try to take them out, and they got caught. Our administration hasn't said a word. I think he said something last week, like, no, we, 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 we're looking at it or something like that. Now, these are American citizens, supposedly, and uh, don't you think if it's America first, you should be trying to get them to defend them, do something? But you're going to leave them to be put on trial in Venezuela? That says a whole lot. That says a whole lot. Of course, nobody's paying attention to this. Why? Because we all hung up on COVID-19, we, you know, and now we have these shootings going on. So nobody is paying attention to this stuff. And don't think Venezuela is the only country that is, this is being done to. They tried it in Iran, but unfortunately, Iran is not backing down. Okay, it's not happening. It's not going to happen. They're not going to back down. And talking about the Middle East, the United States has moved some of those those um 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 busters, that's what I call them, um, air defense personnel out of the Saudi Arabia Garden oil field. Because why? The United States is pissed off at um, <laughs> Saudi Arabia because they won't, you know, cut more for oil, cut the production for oil. They pissed off about that. So we ain't not defending you anymore. Yeah, we're not defending. And we know that that is this administration thing. Yeah, we'll defend you, but it's going to cost you. It's going to cost you. You got to do what we want you to do. So those are some of the things that, that, that are happening that we're really not paying attention to. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But y'all know I'll keep you abreast on what's going on. I, I, um, yeah. Um, Joe Biden, you know, we got Tyra, Tyree, you know, she's, she says she, how she put it? She thinks he should get out of the presidential race. Now, this woman stirred because it happened in 1996 or 93. 93, where he supposedly uh, sexually assaulted her. Of course, in the records that have been presented, it doesn't say sexually sexual harassment, anything like that, because of course that wasn't there wasn't a Me Too movement back then. But anyway, 
this young lady has said that he has sexually assaulted her. You know, it went from, you know, pinning her up against the wall to now he stuck his fingers in her vagina and so forth and so on. And her story changes from this and that, you know, but there's no official record of this even being said. Now, she's been told that she's had a chance to uh, uh, bring this forward. While he was vice president, there was nothing said. No, this was done when he was a senator, okay? Nothing was done. Now you wait till now, he's running for the presidency of the United States, and you pop out with this. You know, and, and don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that it didn't happen because I don't know. I wasn't there. My problem right now is, once again, why now? Why now? And all this time you've had to, to, to come forward with this, and all this time, why now? Why now? You know, and it, it smells of political gazemanship and, and you, however you want to say it. It really does. There was another story I read, and I can't find it right now. I'll find it next, bring it next week to you, where one lady said that she was actually paid by a GOP representative to lie and, and <laughs> claim sexual harassment against, um, I think it was Biden. Yeah. And she said she just got tired. I have to find the article and, and bring it to y'all next week. So don't think these, these things are just happening um, coincidentally, okay? Because they're not. There's a plan in place. COVID-19 has messed up this election altogether. It has, especially for the Republicans, especially for Trump, because we know Trump loves his large rallies. We, he likes to get out there, you know, stir the pot, you know, make up nicknames, have everybody rah, 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 whatever. Well, because of this, this pandemic, that has just kind of evened things out, because we know Joe Biden is not that kind of guy. Okay, he's not a rah, rah guy. <laughs> you know, he's not. So we're going to see what happens. You know, we got what? Who is this? May, June, July, August, September, October. Five months, five months left before the presidential election. And and they still haven't made a decision on how they're going to hold the election. Is it going to be a mail-in election? Are people going to have to be able to go to the polls? See, that's still up in the air. What are y'all thoughts? Think it should be a mail-in election? Think you should be able to mail your ballots in? I don't like that because... That that leaves way too much error. You know, some things getting lost and you don't show up for months behind time. I know if you was in the military, we did it all the time, okay? Now, whether our votes got counted or not, who knows? You know, but that's what we had to do because we were overseas a lot, okay? But for those here in the continental United States, if you can stand in line to go to the Lowe's, if you can stand in line at a grocery store, then you should be able to stand in line to vote if that's what you want to do. That's my take on that. It really is. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. All right. So, anyway. All right. Um, Maze, you want to have any last words? Miss Lady, you want to have any last words? I'm going to give you a chance here uh, before we get up out of here. Let's see. Well, Maze, are you there? Yes, Yes. You want to say some last words? Yes, it was strange about the lady being paid, and then she told it. (laughs) (laughs) 
I mean, I was like, really? <laughs> they just figured out that's yeah. what's happening? Yeah, that's what's happening. And the person yeah. that paid her. And the person that they paid her, they should show him and tell him that's what he's been doing all along. I guess she gets, yep. I guess it's scared me, and she just told the truth. You can tell the ones that's been paid and the ones that haven't. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're right. So, well, you are absolutely that, right. That's all I have to say. And you have a good huh? one. Uh, I said, that's all I have okay. to say. See one. you next week. All right. All right. <laughs> okay, let's see. Miss Lady, are you there? Yeah, I've been listening off and on because I'm working, but regarding that second case, um, there was an actual crime being committed. And if he was speeding um, and driving recklessly, I'm not sure if that happened, then he's putting uh, the public at risk to being severely injured, harmed, or killed. Um, so there, the facts are completely different. They're completely different cases. And um, it sounds like he maybe wanted to be suicided by police if he kept saying, I'm not going back, I'm not going back to jail or prison. And he kept, um, act, you know, so that's something to look at. That's, or he thought he was in a video game. I don't know. But, um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, you can't really compare those two cases. completely different. So um, that's my my, uh, take on it. But anyway, um, are you going to be here on Friday? No, I'm not. I'm only doing Monday shows now. Oh, okay. Well, that's cool. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yep, so I'll be back okay, next Monday, Lord well. Okay, huh? well, take care. Okay. Well, take, All right, you too, Take care. Okay, thank you. All right. So that's going to do it for us, y'all, man. It was fun. Uh, Joe Biden has a history and reputation that for touching women. You're right. You're right. I mean, we know that. <laughs> We know that, but so does the president. <laughs> so, I mean, if you can elect one, why not elect another one? Hey, it's shown that it doesn't matter. Right? That's all I'm saying. <laughs> oh, we going to figure that one out. But okay, y'all, I'm going to get up out of here. I want to thank y'all for hanging out with me today. It's been fun. Uh, hopefully, we'll be able to bring you some more uh, great information next week. And, you know, with your input, it's going to be outstanding. So I want to say thank you. Uh, remember, keep smiling, show appreciation, forgive with open heart, but make sure you're forgiving yourself first and the biggest best thing. Learn to laugh at yourself. If you can laugh at yourself, everything else is groovy. All right? So until next Monday, man, y'all keep it good. Stay living. And uh, we out of here.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.